do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And that is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Bridge Radio, and we're coming at you from the great state of Texas. I am your host, A.W. Varela, and next to me is the president, vice president, (laughs) and our new host, Leanne, Steve, and Eduardo Mantorano. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you. Nice to be here. Well, guys, it's it's a new year. Uh, We've been out for about four months. Uh, This is the first new podcast of the new year. Uh, We're going to be transitioning with a new host, Eduardo Mantorano. He is the main host for our Spanish podcast. Uh, we are transitioning, uh, just things in life, uh, you know, is, is preventing me to be here on a more regular basis to do this effectively, but I am still around. <laughs> I have not helped out in this ministry. Uh, I'm still here and, and other th- transitional things. I do want to say thank you to Eli Lopez, mm-hmm. our sound engineer that for years was helping out. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that uh, I give him Thanks. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are super excited and we're going to get a little update on the ministry before we start getting into a little bit about our new host. Uh, he's uh, again, you're going to give us your 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 resume here so <laughs> that our, our, our folks know a little bit about you. But before we begin, Steve, give us a little bit of update here in the ministry. What's been going on here the last four to five months? Because we're, we're still here and doing God's work. We are. Yeah, it's been very exciting. Um, it's just been busy here in our new location. We've been here a little bit over a year now and uh, a lot of new people coming in. So that has been really cool to see, um, especially since we're closer to the university. I have a lot of young adults coming in. Um, just reading their Bibles, hanging out, having good conversations, doing Bible studies, things like that. So that's been super exciting. And we've got some exciting things planned for the for the new year, uh, especially an emphasis on evangelism, on reaching out and uh, making sure that that people are not only being disciples, but they're discipling other people, disciples who make disciples as well. So that's kind of our focus this year. Leanne. Can you guys just, can you give us a little bit of update just of the ministry from your perspective? Um, I think uh, besides all our theology groups and and that, it's been really exciting because we've had a Disciplines of a Godly Woman group. And it's just, I don't know, I've been so encouraged by the ladies that have been in like our Christology class, but then also this class, how dedicated they are to really deeply reading their lessons, looking up scripture um, you know, the fact that they can read the verse or quote the page, um, it's just been really encouraging to see people thirsting for God's word and to, again, see it in the young population. We had a pop-up shops during December and some of the vendors were just blown away um, because there was young people around with their Bibles open studying and they didn't know a place like this existed. And just to see these young people so and in love with God and thirsting for his word. They were just so impressed. Yeah, I think the super exciting thing that I just seen this year, this is, we've been here in this new location for about, what, a year and a half, mm-hmm. is, is that right? Yeah. And and I think we've just seen so much tremendous growth mm-hmm. with just the Bible studies. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I wish um, um, our audience can 
can just see what's happening in this bigger space (laughs) than before. But it's almost like, oh, man, like this is just getting really packed in here. Yeah. We need a a bigger building. We need a a bigger (laughs) building here. But no, um, I I love I was here on Saturday and I just been talking to some very young men and between, you know, 13 and 16 year old and just the the craving that they have for the word for God and just want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, I'm so glad that bridge is here. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we are here because, because of God's providence, uh, because of you guys who in the past have given to the ministry ministry and still give to the ministry. And, and this is all for, uh, for God to glorify God and, uh, and his purpose here in Laredo as we are in a border town. And, uh, and we just want to give him thanks for everything. And, um, this year, uh, I look forward to what you guys are going to be doing with a podcast and guys, I am not going anywhere. I'm still around. I'm sure I'll pop in here and there. And, you know, uh, if uh, Eduardo needs me to come in, you know, you know, once in a while, just to say hello, (laughs) I will do so, but we're looking forward to new authors to coming in. Eduardo's going to be probably talking a lot of theology and going through that and different things. But before uh, before I keep rambling here, <laughs> let's introduce Eduardo Mantorano, uh, who is our Spanish pod, uh, podcast host. Eduardo, can you just give a little bit uh, about your background, um, where you went to seminary, uh, currently what you're doing? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you, A, for for the gift you've given me for to be the host of the of the English podcast, uh, it's been a really great experience to be the host for the Spanish podcast and mm. and now for the English and English, you know, it's not my first language, so it's going to be a challenge for me. But yeah. I'm going to trust the Lord mm-hmm. that that you know this is His will and I'm going to to obey yeah. my Father mm-hmm. as, on that. Uh, yeah, well, my name is Eduardo Martorano. I was born in Venezuela uh, and married to Naudi. We have three children and one, in, you know, uh, on the way. One in yeah. the oven. Yeah, one in yeah. the oven. Congratulations. So, so four. Uh, we came to the, to, we came, uh, you know, we came to the, to the U.S. in 2016. And, and the reason we came here is, you know, it was for me to go to seminary. I yeah. went to PRTS, the, you know, the Building Reform Theological Seminary in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So he's legit, guys. He went to <laughs> yeah. Puritan Reform Theological Seminary. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I we were there. I I was there for four years doing my NDF. I got my NDF on 2019. Then I was then I I was working with seven. With Seven Reformed Church as as a as the director of outreach, and then I met Steve mm-hmm. one day <laughs> in the church because I I guess you were ma- we were visiting. Yeah, they support us as a ministry. Yeah, and you were a member of the church before, right? My parents were your parents. Yeah. yeah. So I met Steve one day there, and he was he talked about the idea of doing a Spanish podcast, yeah. and. That blew my mind, but you know, because I was praying for that. I was praying to, for a way to minister the the Spanish community here in the you know in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was um, an answer to my prayers. And now I'm here in Laredo, mm-hmm. thanks <laughs> thanks to that, 
and I am the pastor of Iglesia La Vid here. Here, this is a a, a PCA Spanish-speaking church. Uh, I, we've been there for 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 over two years. It's been a really great experience to be a, the pastor there. A, a challenge task, uh, but really. Uh, you know, you know. As I said before, I'm trusting the Lord, and, and now this this is a new chapter for me doing the podcast in English. And I have a really good ideas for the future. And I, you know, I really thank the Lord. I thank Steve, Leanne, and you, a for, for you know for the opportunity and and for trust me, no, mm. in this in, you know you know on this area. Mm. And I just want to encourage people too. Um, to go if you have if you speak Spanish or if you have uh, Spanish friends speaking friends that uh, to go check out some of the other podcasts that Eduardo has done for us you can find those online on our website or through our app um, he's also been our conference speaker for the last couple of years three years I guess three, right three years and uh, so yeah you can go check all of those out um, he's got a lot of really good material doing a systematic theology um, in Spanish for our Spanish uh speaking listeners. So we've been really appreciative of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm super excited uh, that Eduardo's coming on. And again, he has the background to <clears throat> to give you that in-depth theological conversation when we have authors. And we praise the Lord that in his providence has sent Eduardo here to help out in this ministry as a volunteer, guys. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to do this. He has his own flock <laughs> yeah. that he takes care of. And for him to take over this as we are transitioning uh, is absolutely enjoyable for me that somebody's taken over and can do it correctly. Uh, again, um, this doesn't. This is not a goodbye. This is just a transition, just like when you guys remember when Julio <laughs> transitioned and I, I took over. Again, this is God's work, not our work. This is not about mm -hmm. me or Steve or Leanne or Eduardo is about uh, proclaiming the truth all over our worldwide audience. And that's, that's right. exciting. Um, so uh, again, we wanted to introduce you to Eduardo and the exciting things that are coming in 2024. And uh, can we talk about that? It is 2024. What are some of the goals that we have here at uh, Bridge? Uh, studies, things that we are studying right now, books, anything that you guys want to share? Well, what I would like to do is talk a little bit about um, some of the devotions that each one of us is using mm. and uh, some other books that um, we, we might encourage people to check out this year. Um, going back to our, our opening verse, it's just super important for us to make sure that we are exercising our minds and keeping our mind focused on the word of God so that we know what his will is, right? So that we know how to live in light of the gospel, in light of what he's done for us in Christ. And so we just wanted to take an opportunity to um, talk about what we're doing. Maybe we can go around the room and share what we're doing for devotions and then also for for other reading this year. So Leanne, do you want to uh, talk about um, some things that you're doing and some things you might recommend? Sure. Um, I know our family, and it's really cool to, as you see your kids grow up, um, 
that during the Advent season that all of our kids were, were using a special devotion for Advent in preparation as we thought about um, God taking on flesh. And so now with the new year, um, it's a, a great time if you got out of the habit to get back into the Word and really be trying to read the Word every day. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited because Steve and I did this a couple years ago together, but we're both going to be doing um, For the Love of God, Volume 2. Um, it's a great Bible reading plan. It's, it's by D.A. Carson, by the way. Yeah. It's a devotional it's, uh, But the Bible reading plan is the Murray McShane, and you, you'll see that applied in a lot of different books. And there's two passages that you would read daily in the old, two in the new. Um, like for me, I just have four bookmarks. And so I can just open my Bible up and I know I'm just going to read the next chapter in each of those books. And so you get through the entire Bible and then it has a um, little devotion or commentary on typically just one of the passages. Sometimes he brings in two, but they're gold. And I've learned so much. And I think this is one thing to talk about with people is that we think, well, gosh, if I'm doing family devotions or if you you know, happen to be married or dating, you know, Steve and I don't read this together. He reads it on his time. I read mine on my own time. But it's just so cool that we're reading the same thing. And so, yeah, sometimes during the day we'll talk about it. We'll be like, oh, wasn't that that good this morning or how that applied to our other Bible studies? And that's one thing I want to say to encourage you is that if you're not in the Word daily, you are so missing out on what God is trying to reveal to you. I don't know how many times my devotions apply to either one of our systematic studies or our disciplines of a godly woman study, because God, if you're thirsting for Him, He's going to continually feed you. And so you miss out on seeing the sovereignty of God and how He is so precise in giving you what you need daily, whether you're teaching or not, um, and so I just think it's like this week again, I was just blown away by how many things I read in my Bible reading that applied to my other reading. So that's one thing that I'm doing personally. The other thing that we do, and then again, I'm super excited because I know at least Sophie and Omar are doing this. But in the evening, Steve and I do have devotions after dinner. And uh, so we're using the Family Worship Bible Guide. And there is a commentary for every book and chapter of the Bible. And, and that's wow. by Reformation Heritage Books, by the way. Yeah. And so that's just something. So whether it's just Steve and I, or whether the kids are home, or somebody's at the house, that will be read after dinner. It's a great synopsis, like yeah. Leanne said, for every chapter of every book of the Bible. And then it usually has a question, a couple of questions at the end for discussion. So for for younger people in your family for, you know, whoever. I mean, it's just a great uh, a guide to go through um, through the entire Bible together. And for family worship, it would be excellent if you right. want yeah, that's, if you do that. that's an excellent tool for, for family worship. Yeah. And I know some people will say, well, I just read through the Bible and, and just read through the Bible. But I think sometimes we miss out on the great knowledge of people who've studied these because I know when we became empty nesters and so we were like, okay, what, what book are we going to read this summer? And Steve's like, let's do, was it Leviticus? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> so then, but it was so good. Yeah, and the again, application very, again so from, good. The, from the Family Worship Bible Guide, you know, for Leviticus. Well, what do you say about Leviticus? You know, well, there's a lot to say about yeah. Leviticus, really. 
and how it points to Jesus Christ ultimately. Right. But it was just, again, so, it was so good. Yeah. So. So go ahead. One of you guys want to share what you're doing for this year? Are you, what are you working on, Eduardo? Uh, yeah, well, or, for for devotions, I I always use the the McChain, mm-hmm. you know, reading plan. I really like it because you get to read the whole Bible in one year, but you read the New Testament twice a mm-hmm. year. Right. Also, the Psalms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to you know to read them twice a year, and but this year I'm looking, and I I really want to read the whole Psalms once every month. Mm. Mm. You know, the, wow. the 150 Psalms mm-hmm. every month. Uh, you know, the Psalms are a really great book for me because they express the life of the Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they express the, the sadness, the, the afflictions, but also the joy mm-hmm. and, and the gratitude that you have for God. So mm. when you read the Psalms, you're not only reading theology, you're reading practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how the life of, you know, how the life of, of, of a believer should be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can laugh. Yeah, you can jump. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do all, you, you, you can do all these things. So, so, so for me, the Psalms are really a great, you know, book, you know, to read, to memorize, you know, mm-hmm. someone says that you have to, to meditate yeah. mm-hmm. on, on the Psalms. He, Psalm 119 says you have to eat the word mm-hmm. of God. You mm-hmm. have to, to eat it. You have to have thirst and hungry for the word of God. And mm-hmm. so, so what I do is I read the two chapters in the, in the McChain in the morning, two chapters in the evening and throughout the day, mm-hmm. I read the Psalms. Wow. Five, five Psalms a day uh, in, in the order that we have it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I try to memorize mm-hmm. maybe a portion of one, you know, of one, you know, of one, you know, of, of the Psalms. Um, for books, wow, the list is really, it's really big, right? Yeah. <laughs> there are too many books uh, that you want to read. For me, you know, it depends on my interest of that day. For example, last year, I had a really great interest on the Lord's Day, mm. you know, on the Sabbath. And I read a bunch of books, you know, on the, you know, on the Sabbath. Uh, one, one, one of the best books I read is uh, by jo- Joe Piper. Mm-hmm. Joe Piper, that's a really good book. And I read uh, uh, books about, you know, the Puritans on the Sabbath uh, and, uh, and other, you know, uh, and other authors from, from this day and age. And now, uh, this year, I want to focus on the canon of you know, of, of the, mm. you know, of the Bible, the mm-hmm. canon. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, I, re- I read a book, a really good book called Scribes and Scriptures. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the author right now, Peter, Peter Thompson. That was, that was, wow, a really good book for me because I, I have this interest on how we got the Bible, how we got the canon of the Bible. Why we have, why, why we have, why 66 books and not mm-hmm. more or less, right? right? What was the the reasons for these people to 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 acknowledge or to to recognize these sixty six books? And I've been reading up, you know, about it, and this is really for me, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've been also uh, I've been listening to James White. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> you have. You have really good sermons about it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah, um, forget, I'm, for you guys don't know, you know yeah. how, I get, how I feel about that. Uh, uh, Michael Kruger. <laughs> nice. Yeah. These are really two authors that I, that I recommend on this topic. Um, but it all depends on what, what your interests mm-hmm. are, right? And also, uh, you know, we have to think what what do I lack to be a a to be a better you know follower of Jesus? Mm-hmm. What do I lack? Why do I need? Why do I need to read? Why do I need to pray for? Why do I need? What do I lack to be this this you know disciple that Jesus wants me to do? So you have to pray about that, and you have to look for books that help you on that. You know, in that area, or you know, you know, sanctification because we all we we all are you know different. We lack you know we lack you know in different areas. So we need to be wise on that. So that's what I do. I and right now I'm reading "Truth for Life" by by Alistair Beck. This is a really good you know devotions. Once you know every you know, you, you know, every day for, for, for the whole year. Mm-hmm. He, I really like the way he, he writes mm-hmm. because he's really easy to read. Mm-hmm. He's really, you know, practical, or, you know, as well. Um, but also uh, with, you know, theology. Mm-hmm. So this is one, one, one of the devotions that I, that I recommend. What are you? Hey? So uh, this year um, I've been, well, starting last year, I've been teaching more at church, uh, uh, once a month, I do church history, uh, and once a month, I'm doing uh, systematic theology, uh, book one on uh, reform systematic theology by uh, Joe Beakey and Paul Smalley. So I've been more getting into church history and being prepared for that. Um, so uh, this year, I'm just looking to focus on that. Uh, this year, I am just want to be more focused on reading my Bible more. Um, it's an area where uh, I've been not as consistent mm-hmm. with. Um, and then, like you said earlier, there's just so many books. You know, <laughs> I, I have books just sitting at my <laughs> desk that I'm like, oh, man, I haven't read that one. Again, you know, one topic that I've, you know, I've been just very much uh, uh, focused and enjoying is just the doctrine of election and then uh, just speaking about James White, um, just how the canon came together. There, there are a couple of books that I have that I haven't uh, read, so I want to catch up on that. But mostly, I want to be reading uh, uh, my Bible this year, uh, focusing on uh, Bible verse memorization. That's another area where I'm just, you know, not it, not as, not as good. My wife does a really good job of that, of just trying to. And we're getting older, so like you know, <laughs> believe it or not, like my memory at forty five is 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 not as keen as it was before. But, um, and and yeah, so um, I I really love the recommendations that uh, we got around this table. Uh, again, this bookstore uh, for a local audience. There's so many great resources for you to. Um, uh, just dive in into the oh, word, yeah. uh, get some uh, just other books to help you, like you were saying, Leanne. And but the primary thing is be what did uh, what did what did Spurgeon say? Uh, uh, be in 
uh, visit many books, but be in the book. Is live that, in the live in the Bible. Live, mm-hmm. yeah, live in the Bible. Uh, I think I just messed up that quote completely. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Spurgeon. Uh, Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Yeah, we got yeah. it up here somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's, it's right there. Too. But yeah, visit. Yeah, somewhere. visit many books, but live in the Bible. But live in the Bible. There yeah, you go. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what we got going on for me and my family, and but um, uh, yeah, I. Uh, I really found a really good book for children. Mm. It's, it is the big book of questions and answers oh, yeah. about yes. Jesus yeah. by Sinclair Ferguson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a really mm-hmm. short book. Uh, if you have children for to know about Jesus and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, a bunch of stuff. Can you repeat the title again? Uh, the big book of questions and answers about Jesus by Sinclair Ferguson. By, we have that on our shelf, I mm-hmm. believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So... Uh, thank you for that recommendation. What else, guys? Um, just following up on what Eduardo said, the book Scribes and Scriptures, it's published by Crossway, and the authors are John Mead and Peter Gurry. Um, really good book. Yeah. We have that as well. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in that. Um, as far as what I'm doing for devotions, I am also doing the as Leanne mentioned, for the love of God, uh, devotional with D.A. Carson, which has the Murray McShane reading plan. So doing that, I also uh, fill that in a little bit um, with some of the sections from a book entitled Be Thou My Vision by Jonathan Gibson, which is kind of a, um, a liturgy for daily individual worship. You know, it's something that you can do individually has a time of prayer, a time of confession. Um, you've got the catechisms that you can go through, the Heidelberg and the Westminster as well. So I do that. Um, and then uh, what else? As far as reading is concerned, some of the things that I'm reading this year are, um, oh, there's another book also by Cornelius Vonk called Living and Dying in Joy. And... Uh, that's actually a devotional guide through the Heidelberg Catechism. So it's 52 weeks uh, each uh, for each each week of the Heidelberg, and then it has a devotion that goes along with that, which is really excellent. As far as other reading that I'm doing, a lot of it is based on what I'm teaching here. So we're doing a class um, on, on uh, concise systematic theology and introduction to Christian belief by John Frame. So I'm going to be reading through that again. We have a couple of classes in Reform Systematic Theology with Joel Beakey and um, Smalley. So reading through that, um, I'm reading a Puritan, John Owen, Communion with God. It's one of the um, Puritan paperback books. Excellent. I would highly recommend that um, because I really like the way that he focuses on our experiential communion with God, our fellowship with God that we can have um, with God the Father, uh, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he just uh, really helps helps you to see how individual, how personalized your relationship with God is through Jesus Christ and uh, seeing God truly as our Heavenly Father, as a uh, has really helped to develop and and mature my relationship with with God, the Trinity. I'm also reading a book called Honest Evangelism 
with mm-hmm. Rico Tice. Lord willing, we're going to try to get him on for a podcast so we can talk to him about that. Book. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. So those are just some of the things that I'm doing this year. And uh, I, I, would, I would highly encourage people, too, if you've got a specific theological topic that you're interested in, there are a lot of resources available. Um, you, maybe you don't want to pick up entire systematic theology, but you're interested in, for example, the attributes of God. Well, there's books that you could oh, yeah. check out, like uh, Pink, The Attributes of God. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year I read uh, the new Spanish, you know, translation of, of Packers, you know, Packers. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a new a poema, have a new Spanish translation, really, really good. Mm. Yep. Um, Crossway also has a lot of individual, um, smaller books going through various topics of systematic theology. For example, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, justification, um, the atonement, the doctrine of Scripture, um, the doctrine of Christ. So the attributes of God is also one of those topics. So if you're not interested maybe in reading a, a large systematic theology volume, these books are probably... I don't know, 100, 150 pages. They're a very approachable read, so I'd highly recommend checking those out as well. I think, yeah. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I think for people listening in, some are probably going to say, well, I'm just not a reader. One, I'd say there is a lot of this that is online. So like Truth for Life, Alistair Begg, um, Ligonier Ministries, R.C. Sproul, plus all the people that help. And so I will in the morning as I'm getting ready, listen to podcasts, sermons, Sinclair Ferguson. That's how I start my day Mm. as I'm just, you know, and I'm carrying my phone around. So I'm I'm hearing it as I'm getting ready in the morning or on the drive in. Um, But I want to say, for those of you who don't know, Steve did not, was not always a reader. In fact, I know him from his college days. And so (laughs) he was not a reader. And so I think. Very true. I think as you have more affection for Christ. Oh, yes. That develops. Yeah. And um, I was listening to Sinclair Ferguson. He has a very short daily um, Things Unseen podcast every day that I listen to. It's just like five minutes. But he was talking about New Year's resolutions. And, you know, simplify it. You have one thing. And he was basing it on Philippians 3, 10 through 14. And he says, I'm busy doing one thing in many different ways. But just do this one thing. As Christians, you only need one New Year's resolution. And this one thing I do, I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ. And I think if that is your resolution, you know, you'll do some of the, like we noticed our new John Frame book um, has scans. So for every chapter, you can can listen to it. Um, But there's something to be said that finally you just need to crack open that book. Oh, yes. And so, and, and, and start with the Bible. But as you have more and more affection and you, more and more you understand God is God in a big cosmic way, you know, you will become a reader. Yeah. You know, you will not, you will thirst for the Lord and you will not be able to stop. Which is kind of insane to me to think that about Steve, that he was not mm-hmm. a reader, mm-hmm. seeing that, uh, that I sit in his uh, in his class and he reads to us and and how much he plays the importance about reading and, and everything. So I think what Leanne said though is so true because until the Lord really um, started working in my life and instilling me a love for Him, mm-hmm. 
um, then I just, I couldn't, I couldn't read enough, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I love to learn more about him because um, he is so worthy. Re- regarding reading, there's a couple of, of uh, articles on our website, if you want to check those out, by Tim Trumper. He also was not really a big reader, but he's got, when he was younger, obviously he is now, he taught systematic at Westminster <laughs> and um, pastored several churches. But anyway, he, uh, he has a couple of articles on our website called Reading, Don'ts, and Do's. So if you want to check those out, those are helpful for you to, uh, to maybe get started reading yeah, well, if, if you ask my wife, I was, you know, I, I wasn't a reader as mm-hmm. well in my youth. But You're when, a rocker. But <laughs> what, I was a rocker, yeah. Yeah. I was not reading. I was playing guitar, right? Playing guitar. Yeah, but, the, but, that's a testimony you can give what, on, online what, later on. What changes you? You know, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit gave you, you know, gave you a, a whole new interest. Mm-hmm. And... When you have a new interest and you want to know, you know, you know about that, then you know you're going to read. Mm-hmm. And God gave us a book. Mm-hmm. He gave us a book. He he didn't give you know he, you know he didn't give us a, a movie mm-hmm. or music. He gave us a book. So so Christians must be readers. Mm-hmm. He right? gave us the Word yeah. in the flesh, but he also gave us the Word that we can pick up every day and read, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. About the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, just here at uh, at Bridge, like I said, you definitely get inspired to read just being in here, mm-hmm. you know? And like I said, I, I wasn't a reader, and the same for you. I'm, 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 you just start reading, and you're just like, because you love God, and, and, and God has given the church all these amazing uh, authors, pastors, theologians who have, who he has given the gift to write mm-hmm. and to explain things. Um, again, I was just reminded in church history how early, you know, on in, in, in the second century, uh, God is just bringing guys who are incredible thinkers and saves them to. Uh, to become theologians and you start seeing the beginning of systematic theology being developed during that time in the sense of what we know now obviously we see paul and apollos and these great thinkers who you know in the church but um there's so much abundance of oh yeah of resources oh yeah like do we know the time that we live in Hmm. that we get to pick up our phone and we can pick up any of these authors and listen to it on our phone, but there's mm-hmm. audio uh, books, there's, and we have no excuse. Mm-hmm. No, this is a golden age for mm-hmm. yeah, Absolutely, books. it is. And I, I just want to reiterate what Abe said when he talked about the bounty of godly men that the Lord has given the church throughout history who have written down their thoughts. I mean, these are people who were um, scholars to the nth degree. These were very wise and godly men. And I'm reminded of of, uh, Ephesians 4, where the Apostle Paul tells us, he gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ to maturity. Mm. You know, sometimes I hear people say, well, all I need is the Bible. 
you know, God in the Bible. That's, that's all I need to read. I don't want to read anything else, which if that's all you can read, for sure, all you want to read <laughs> is the Bible. But the Lord has given us so many other godly scholars to help us to understand his word and to grow to maturity so that we are not tossed about. We're not tossed to and fro, as Paul says, and carried about by the waves of every deceitful doctrine. You know, we want to know what is true. We want to know what we believe and why we believe it. And that's what these godly authors help us to do so that we can follow the Lord more faithfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Why not take advantage of that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I love that you just bring scripture in there because we see a lot of people who just strictly at times stick to their Bible and don't have people to help them. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit, right? That is true. But since the beginning of time, God has given teachers. Why? Mm-hmm. So that they can help us and guide us mm-hmm. in these truth. And like you said, we have resources. Take advantage of them because there is so much false teaching, mm-hmm. which Jesus warns us about. Mm-hmm. Paul warns us about over and over again of people coming into the church and teaching other things, another Jesus, another gospel, and another spirit. And you have to be able to counter that with Mm -hmm. truth, Mm -hmm. right? Because people will take the truth of the Bible and twist it and come up with their own doctrine, right? Yes, exactly. Just because you have, you got the Bible and people twist the Bible all the time. And that's why we need to have men and women who have studied the scriptures, who know the original languages, know the original cultures, you know, unless you know Hebrew, um, Greek, and um, Aramaic, Aramaic, you know, you're not going to know as as much as these scholars who have studied it for 30, 40 years, who have devoted their lives maybe to a single book of the Bible, you know? So, why not take advantage of them? The Lord has given us these people. Let's take advantage of the wisdom, the knowledge that he's given them. And I think, too, that brings it back to, like you were sharing what you do with your kids, Eduardo, that as parents or grandparents or teachers, we really need to make sure we are teaching our kids the word. You know, if they go to a Christian school, you can't count on that Christian school. Or even if they have, you know, Sunday school, it needs to be something that is daily in the home. And again, there's just so many resources. I know we've got some of the Exploring the Bible um, by David Murray. Again, his wife also writes But Meeting with Jesus. And these are like a daily Bible reading plan for kids. So you actually fill it in. There's memorization. There's prayer. And that's the other thing I like is that I think about how much my prayer life has changed because I've read other people's prayers or I heard other people praying that mentored me that I never would have thought to pray that way. Again, the Puritan prayers, I mean, they they just bring us into a deeper, 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 more reverent relationship and I think a more trusting relationship with God. And then just to throw out too, because sometimes your families, you have kids of quite an age range. And so like, how did we do it? Because there's a 10 year difference between our oldest and our youngest. Mm. And so, um, especially at that point, maybe one day the devotions would be geared more towards the older kids, and then we'd alternate, and then the next day the, the devotion would be more towards Sophie. Um, and then there's other resources like the New City Catechism, which they write in almost mm. three different levels. 
So you could all be using that, but you mm -hmm. have something you start up maybe for the youngest one. And they could read it, you know. Right. A lot of them, when you when they begin to read, they can start reading it right away. Right. And so, again, it's just, and again, it's not one time during the day. So like with homeschooling, we'd start the day with, with devotions during the homeschooling. But then also we still had our, you know, like a Bible study they were doing. Um, our family devotions in the evening. Mm -hmm. Again, it's back to Deuteronomy chapter 6, the Shema. You know, you do this when you rise up, as you walk, when you go to sleep. It is it is all day long. Again, Jesus didn't come to help us with our life. He came to be our life. And so if he is your life, then you have to be just teaching that same thing to our kids so that, one, they have discernment, but also it's just it's it's what glorifies him. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, it is, it, you know, it is really, you know, overwhelming uh, the abundance of, of resources we have yeah. we have right now. That's, but that's why we have to be careful mm -hmm. on what, what, we, what we read. Right. Right. Uh, somebody says that the most, the, mo the most dangerous place for a, for a believer, it is, it is, it is a Christian bookstore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Except for, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Except for Bridge. That's why I'm really, you, 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 you know, I'm really thankful for Bridge, you mm -hmm. know, bookstore, because here I know that we're going to find a really sound mm -hmm. books and sound, you know, resources. But if you go to other, you, you know, to other bookstores, you don't know what you're mm -hmm. going to find. True. You're right. We're not in it for for a profit. I guess that's the difference. Is, yeah. You know, whether you buy a book from us or not, I don't really care. I just want to guide you in the right direction. And yeah. It, and it's we'll, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's something we did learn because when we first opened, you know, we had not done this before, and we kind of like, okay, it's a Christian publisher. You know, it went on the shelf. <laughs> but <laughs> as we began to, you know, actually look at some of these books, because again, we hadn't read all of them you have discernment mm -hmm. yeah, and you're like, yeah. this doesn't line up with the word of God. Yeah. And so, yeah, we are much more picky. Um, <laughs> we vet our books pretty well. Yeah, yeah, we try to. And sometimes people will, sit, will will actually bring a book up to us and say, hey, you might want to, you know, yeah. check this out. So uh, I meant to bring it up, but there's a, a great book. It's kind of based off of C.S. Lewis's Screwtape Letters, but it's mm -hmm. called Lord Falgren's Letters by Randy Elkhorn. And in that book, um, again, between the demon kind of, you know, training the underlings, he's uh, disheartened because this man he's trying to oppress has found a Christian bookstore. And it's kind of humorous because he's like, well, keep him away from good authors. <laughs> but he's like, Let, it's okay if he reads the other ones. So kind of exactly yeah. what you, you were saying, Eduardo. Yeah. And you know, uh, for this year, I also want to encourage people who, who are listening, not, not only to read the Bible and books, but also to improve their, their praying life. Mm. You know, uh, one of the things that we need right now in the church, in the U.S., it is a praying church, mm -hmm. a praying church. We need praying warriors. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know? amen. And it is really sad when you go to a church and you ask about the praying you know, service and, you know, they don't have any. Mm -mm. They don't have praying meetings. Mm -hmm. They don't pray. And if they have one and you go, maybe five or six people showed up, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I'm talking about churches for with hundreds of members. So I encourage people who are listening to pray for their pastors, to pray for their churches, to pray for, for the ministries, 
Um, the brief for spiritual awakening in the U.S. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we need to pray. I'm reading a book right now. Uh, it is called A Praying Church by mm. Paul Miller. Mm. Paul Miller, and that's a really good book that I also recommend um, because it teaches uh, a few points, a few tips to to become a, a praying church. Mm -hmm. So. We need to pray more, 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 more and more. If we if we read, you know, you know, the Bible, pray what you read. Mm -hmm. you know, pray about yeah, what you pray read. Scripture. You know, if you read a book, pray for for the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom how mm -hmm. to apply what what, yeah. what you know what mm -hmm. what you know what you're reading. Because I, I really think that when when we pray more and more we become more more mm -hmm. wise. Right. Yeah. yeah. We have Amen. more more wisdom. To, to live a holy life. That's one thing I do love about your church is that you guys actually also pray yes. in the congregation for your members. You mm. ask for prayer requests during the service. Um, and you pray during the week, right? Every morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we pray every morning. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, Monday to Friday. And, mm. and as well, we are praying every every Sunday evening. Yeah. yeah. And it was just so, and again, this is why I miss it. But when we went to visit our kids and they go to Good Shepherd Presbyterian in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and again, there's confessional prayer, there's congregational prayer. And when you go and you hear them praying by name for your children and your grandkids in the service, oh, yeah. I'm like, as a parent, as a grandparent, that just, you know, you're just so happy for them that they're mm -hmm. in a church that's not afraid to pray during the service. That's what I love about Alistair Begg, even though he's big. They still do very specific prayer requests, and you hear them listed during the service. It makes you part of the body. And I think of some of the sweet books that we've used also to pray over our kids. There's so many books that we've used where, again, it's scripture. And I remember praying over them in the crib and then praying of them before they left for school. Um, but, yeah, it's just there's so many great resources. And, again, yes. if you have a book that's guiding you, it helps you be accountable. Or helps you if you think, I, I don't know how to do this. And then once you get it, you know, then the training wheels go off and you can do this without a book. Just yeah. with God the Word, yeah. and the Holy Spirit. And, and also support your church. Mm -hmm. Don't miss a, a church service, right, people? Uh, go go to church the 52 Sundays of the, of the year. Yeah, we have to support our churches. We have to be there. We have to have communion with our, with our fellow believers. Um, yeah, because... That's, you know, I see churches, I see our, you know, you know, our services are as a piece of heaven here mm -hmm. on earth. So we, when we are there, you know, in, in the service, we are in heaven in some way or, or another. We are hearing the word of God. We have, we, we are having communion with the creator of the universe. We are hearing his word, you know, preaching to us and yeah, and we have to be there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually my chapter this week for the ladies and discipleship of a godly woman. It's yeah. about church. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely uh, incredible. So again, uh, guys, go search out research uh, without putting the ministry on the spot. Hopefully in the future we'll have a store. Mm. Yes, um, we're working on that actually this year. They're working on this year. So please pray for that so that we're able to, you are able to purchase these books that we recommend online. Oh, wow. Um, uh, again, but the Lord needs to work in that as we're, we're working that through because that's a lot of logistical things that need right. to happen. But it would be great uh, 
in the future, you'll be able to purchase these books. Authors that we bring on as well, we'll have them here, even though you can pur purchase this through the publisher uh, as well on their online store. But for our local people or our, our people down here who would like to get their resources, uh, or some sometimes we have books here that you can't even buy online. Mm -hmm. True. We get donated resources that are out of print. So mm -hmm. we'll have some unique stuff too. Yeah. So we'll have some unique stuff that you won't be able to purchase online, which is pretty cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just stay tuned with that. And, uh, again, please pray for the ministry. Uh, again, if the Lord moves your heart to give, like we always say, we'll take a penny, we'll take a dollar, anything, uh, every little bit helps. And one thing that we are looking forward in the future guys is that we want to raise funds for the Lord to bring somebody here to help out Steve in some of the administrative work so that Steve and Leanne may do other things within the ministry to free them up and not kind of get bogged down in some of that administrative work. Right. Um, and so please pray for that uh, because it does cost money to pay a salary for somebody to live here down in Laredo. Uh, but again, um, please pray for that if you want to give to that or anything else. But we are looking for monthly supporters. Hmm. That's the most important thing for us. Again, this place only survives because of you and the giving of God's people towards this ministry for the kingdom. Hmm. Um, and, you know, we've been we've been on air for already six years. Right. It's it been that long. It's been that long that we've been doing the podcast, which is kind of insane. Six years. Yeah. Um, we've been. We've been doing this where podcasts were not even that popular yeah. when Julio started. Right. You know, now everybody has a podcast, right? right? Oh, yeah. So uh, we've been around a while, and you can see, uh, you can go and visit our past uh, uh, podcast uh, interviews with books, and we're going to be continuing that on with Eduardo uh, and what the Lord has stored with him. And, and again, I'll be around here. We still got a body of divinity that we're going through. So, like, I, I'll be here in and out. It's just time is taking me somewhere else. But again, Eduardo Mantorano will be your new host and uh, he will be doing all different uh, uh, sort of thing. And we are super excited what he's going to bring to Bridge Radio in English. And and we're, and are you guys still going to be doing the Spanish or we're taking somebody? No, no, I'm, I'm doing both. Man, he's he's double duty. He's, yeah. he's doing both. Watch uh, out, guys. I'm, yeah, and you know, I'm learning Italian, so if you want me to, you know, to, hey. to do it in Italian. Uh, <laughs> hey, sono italiano. <laughs> there, we, there we go. That's, uh, what, that, that's one of my goals this year. I want to learn Italian. Nice. Isn't that a part of your background? Like, yes, is it yes. your, your family, even yes. though you're in Venezuela, speak Spanish, like mm -hmm. your family is Italian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so hopefully he'll start a... Uh, on some I mean, spaghetti. I like pasta. So. Yeah, some spaghetti, <laughs> some meatballs, and some antipasti. No, for our Italian listeners. Yeah, well, they're, they're good, really, Italian theologians. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there absolutely, you go. yeah, there. There you go. Uh, well, is there anything else, guys, before we end this podcast, transitional uh, podcast that we did today? Can we have uh, Eduardo share the gospel? The gospel, yeah. Oh, like yes, yes, yes. So here, let's yeah, uh, let's 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 yeah. do this. Let's do this right. So hold on a second, okay? Because I got to do this. This is my last podcast here. <laughs> so, so as Romans ten fourteen says, how will they call on him who they have not believed, and how will they believe in whom they have not heard, and how will they hear without a preacher? 
Eduardo Montorano. Mm-hmm. Can you please share the good news yeah. of the gospel to our worldwide audience oh, today? Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a challenge. <laughs> but when, when people ask what's the gospel or, 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 to, or to preach the gospel, I always try to say something different, but I can't because the gospel is Amen. just one message, right? Mm-hmm. But the gospel, the gospel begins with, with God. You know, God is a holy God. He's pure, he's white, he's light. He doesn't sing. He's, right, he's, he's really holy, 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 mm-hmm. as, as, you know, Isaiah 6 says. And he's, he's the creator of everything. He's the creator of us. Um, but we, we are sinners. Mm-hmm. We sin against his law. We sin against his holiness. We sing against everything that he has created for us. And that way we, we became sinners. And because God is a holy God, we deserve a punishment for our sins. We deserve a, an eternal punishment. We, we, we deserve hell. That's all the, that's, that, that is the only thing that, that we deserve because we are sinners. And there is nothing that we can do to save ourselves. There is not a good deed. There is not a good act. There is not anything. There is not just, not even one, as Romans 3 says. There is no hope for us. But God is not only a holy God. It is also a God of love. Mm -hmm. It is a merciful God. It is a gracious God. So he saw our need. He saw that we need salvation. He saw that we need a substitute to pay for our sins in order to, for us to be safe. But that, but that substitute needed to be holy as well. That substitute needed to be with an infinite value. Mm-hmm. And, there, and there was anyone who had that trait, that had that you know, characteristic. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, the only God, the, the only Son of God, had to become man, mm-hmm. had to share our flesh, had to be born on this earth, on this planet, on this world, as a man, had to grow as a man, uh, to share our you know, humanity, but without anything. And he lived a perfect life. He lived a, a, a life where he obeyed the complete uh, law of God. Mm. And when he went to the cross, he died for every believer. He died for every Christian. He died for everyone who would put their faith on, on, on him. Uh, God the Father, you know, treated him as, as a sinner, although he was no sinner. Uh, God the Father, uh, he he punished the Lord, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and he received all our punishment, all the wrath of God for us, and that is that is the gospel, and you know, and because of that, the holiness, and the holiness of God, and the justice and the the, the righteousness of God was satisfied, one hundred percent. And that way, our debt was canceled. Mm-hmm. We have no debt right now. And 
and you know, and because of that, everyone who put their faith on Jesus Christ, on the person and work of Jesus Christ, he's forgiving. He's forgiving of their sins. And that is the greatest news that everyone can hear. If you who are, who are, if you who are listening right now, put your trust and your faith on Jesus Christ, if you repent of your sins, if you go to, to Jesus Christ and you confess your sins, you're going to be forgiven. Mm. And right, Amen. and God, and God, and God will give you eternal life. You're going to experience eternal life on this life and and when you die as well. You're mm. going to live uh, you know, you know, for for eternity in in his presence, worshiping and giving thanks for what he did for you. And that that is the gospel. That Amen. is the gospel that you have to repent of your of your sins. You have to confess you, you have to confess your sins and and go go to our Lord to to our Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. Amen. 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 Well, guys, uh, please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And please don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Android, Google. And please visit our website at bridgeminlaredo.org. Now, we usually end with a Heidelberg Catechism that we say, what is your only comfort in life and in death that I'm not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my Savior, Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> but it's a new today. year. It's a, a new year, guys. <laughs> We're going to be going through the Westminster Shorter Catechism, question one and answer one. What is the chief end of man? The, man, the man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Amen. Amen. So that's your new that's your new exit for you, Eduardo. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I love it. And uh, Steve, Leanne, thank you for giving me the opportunity mm -hmm. to host the show here as we're moving forward. But uh, I know that uh, we will have opportunities to come in here mm -hmm. uh, here and there and, and do something still together again. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm not going anywhere. Just I think. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I need so. you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, like I said, I'll, you know, I, uh, my time has just been a little bit more. Uh, 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 through our business, as you guys know, and I just need to take a step back a little bit more. But again, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I'm here to help out, and and I'm sure we'll collaborate on some things you here and there in in the future. Well, guys, that concludes this week's episode with our new host Eduardo Mantorano and Steve and Leanne. Thank you for listening, in, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Until next yeah. week, guys. God bless you all. Thank God you. Bless. And have a good year. Thank you.